Hey everybody, it's Payday, and you're listening to The Payday Podcast with your host, Samantha Mantra. Hey y'all, it's been a minute. We had some equipment failures, we had some random things happen, and then we had the headlines of the last two weeks. Truth be told, this episode has been in the works for over a year, and it's a really tough episode to talk about. But I am ending season one, this is the final episode of season one, with this. Today's episode is about no support. What the heck do you do if you have no support financially and you're what I like to call adulthood light between 18 and 26 years old? And I picked 26 for two reasons. One, in America, until you're 26, you could be under your parents' health insurance, which means if you have parental support, even in that area, it's a huge financial win. And, 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 26 is when your prefrontal cortex finishes developing. So until you're 26, you don't have like all of your brain working at 100%. You're, you're strapped for time, for energy, for thinking it through. And it doesn't mean that you won't make great decisions, but it does make it a lot harder to make those decisions when you're trying to evaluate your choices in front of you. And 18, obviously, is the arbitrary age our country has decided you're an adult and your signature has legal power. So what do you do when you have no support? When I first conceived of this episode, I was thinking primarily of foster care children who had aged out the system and were now 18 and trying to figure out everything by themselves. And I was thinking about the handful of folks who who might have lost their parents and were maybe the eldest child and they had younger siblings or maybe you had a child yourself and were trying to figure out how to do better for them than you received in life thus far. That really has changed. Um... A lot of people have been orphaned over the course of the pandemic. Those, and I mean orphans both for children and for young adults and for older adults. A lot of people are contending with it. And then the last couple shootings that have taken place have just knocked me back on my feet, quite frankly, as I think about what actually has to happen for a family, for a life to truly be stable and successful. And so I am putting myself out there and offering some very basic pieces of advice for where do you start? Because in the aftermath of whatever it is that has placed you in the place of no support, financially at least, you might have emotional support, but not enough money to pay the bills. What are you supposed to do? First place we're going to start is with information. And so the very, very first thing we're going to do is do we have internet access to look things up? And it doesn't matter whether you've gone to college, whether you're still in college, whether you want to go to college, you should know that not every source on the internet in the world is trustworthy. And so who do you trust? Who is a verified source? How are you supposed to figure out navigating health insurance? How are you supposed to pick a career that will put food on the table for yourself? And how do you, how do you plan when you're in it, when you're in it? with the pressures of, yes, but I need to pay rent this month, so I can't be spending 16 hours planning a resume, for example. Your two first resources are going to be Google and your local public library. God bless librarians. Librarians know the immediate resources because they serve the community all day long. So find out where your closest local public library is and compile your questions before you walk in. 
That means you sit down and you can write it out on your phone in the notes app. You can write it out in a notebook. What do you need to know to get through just this month? If I had to take a wild guess, what you need to get through this month is going to be money. So the first thing you're going to start to think about is what can I do legally that is going to pay my bills? And by the way, how much are my bills going to pay for rent? And how much is rent? And these are hard things because if you're trying to find a place to live at the same time that you're trying to find income to live, it's going to get sketchy. Don't be too proud, right? There are resources out here. I'm not talking about the shelters. I'm talking about people, organizations, nonprofits that may or may not fit what you need in this exact moment. You just don't know until you ask. And so go in. Ask your local public library, um, your local public librarian, hey, is there um, someone here who works with people under the age of 25, 26 on finding housing? Google for nonprofits in your area that serve people who look like you. Look for news articles that have researched, talked about, investigated these places because I want you to be safe. I want you to be stable and I want you to get to the point that you have options for yourself. So let's go right back to income. In all likelihood, you're going to probably be applying for like a dozen things. And you're going to take the first thing that comes your way because that's reality. The first thing that comes your way is just to get you fed. That's really it. Because it's probably going to be a very low-paying retail wage job in all likelihood. If it's not, good for you, hon. I'm proud of you. If it is, don't fret. This is just for now. So you have a job. It's getting you fed. Probably not much more. And maybe you're like renting out an illegal basement apartment or something. That's okay. Next thing you need to do before you upgrade your living circumstances, if they are tolerable and you could tolerate it for three months or six months, is to immediately start looking for a better job. You do not need a college degree to do half of the jobs that they say you need a college degree for, which means I need you to look for jobs that are going to pay you 50, 60, 70 K plus more dollars. And that's going to sound very intimidating if you haven't gone to college. It may sound very intimidating if you've never known anybody who made that much money. But across the United States right now, 50, 60, 70 is about what a young single person needs with no children, no pets, no dependents, just to take care of themselves, save every month. And remember, safety and options. Those are my thoughts when I'm thinking about you. So could also be looking for free jobs training programs. Okay, I work full-time at one of these organizations. It's coopcareers.org. There are also dozens of them across the United States. Instead of paying to college to go and be in debt, you can go to a free jobs training program and walk out with several certificates that will get you into a job that's paying 30, 40, 50, 60, 70K plus dollars. It's important that you know those exist because a lot of people don't. And it extends the years that you will be struggling. And so if you're in, let's say, one of these free job job training programs, that will get you some certificates, they'll teach you some skills, you'll be in demand in the job marketplace. You can also figure out how long you can tolerate X. So if you're like, I hate my apartment, I hate my roommates, I literally am living on ramen noodles, I hate all of these things. I'm like, okay, could we tolerate this for six months to get this job training program for free and bounce? Would that really be so bad? You see, when you're looking at hard things, the hardest thing about hard things is when you can't see the end of them. But if you could look at it and be like, this is going to suck balls for the next three to six months, then it becomes easier. Hell, you could even have a countdown on your calendar. 100 days left, 40 days left, 10 days left. And 
of course, this is not magic, right? There will be interviews, there will be resumes, there will be racism and sexism in these interviews, depending on where you come from and who they think they're talking to. There absolutely will be. It's not magic. But if you could say by the end of this year, I don't need other people anymore, right? I don't need a roommate to pay your bills. That will be such a massive weight off of your chest. And so resources, right? Don't assume that things are automatically going to be hard. They're hard right now. What will it take to end this hardship? And what do you need? So be very honest with yourself. And if the truth is depressing, remind yourself this is just the truth for now. It doesn't need to be the truth for the next six months or the next year. So that's the income piece, right? We need to raise our income. Do If you are, again, between 18 and 26, do not get pulled into commission-only jobs. These are jobs like real estate and a handful of other things. In, in a nutshell, any get-rich-quick-ish scheme or actual job is not going to make you the type of money that you think is going to make in your first six months to a year. And since you have no support right now, that kind of really effing matters. You need salary jobs that you could count on for now, and then you can grow your hustle outside of that. But you need a check coming in that you don't have to worry about. You don't want to be in, oh, I made this much last month and I made nothing this month. I don't know what I'm going to do. Don't do that to yourself. Don't do that to yourself. Commission-only jobs are not where it's at when you have nothing in the bank. When you have something in the bank, then go ahead. Go ahead, hustle. I know you can hustle, right? But if you've got nothing in the bank and you need to make rent, don't do that to yourself. Make sure that your checks are coming in as regular as the sun rises and sets. Now, that's the income part, right? And remember, you don't know what's out there unless you ask. So ask the local public library, go through Google, find out how many articles from reputable news sites are talking about different nonprofits, different organizations, different grant programs. Grants are where it's at. Scholarships you need to qualify for, grants you need to qualify for, but guess what? A grant you don't have to pay back. You do not have to pay back a grant. Whereas if you F up, you might have to pay back part of a scholarship. Or if you take out a loan, you definitely have to pay that back. And we are currently in a giant federal cluster F of what the heck we're going to do about these student loans. So if you can sidestep them, sidestep them. Now, about health insurance, because you need health insurance, right? There's a lot of people who struggled through their 20s and they're catching up on all their health needs in their 30s to the tune of thousands of dollars. So it is what it is until it isn't, which means I want you to look for free health clinics for yourself. If you go to dental colleges, you could get free dental cleanings. You don't need to have your teeth rotting in your head. Same thing with eyes. You can go to free... um, free eye exams at universities where doctors and residents practice. Those are good resources for you. And again, it's free 99 And your health, if you take care of it when you're young, will save you thousands of dollars just a decade from now. So eyes, teeth, physical health. God bless Planned Parenthood. They do annual exams. They'll help you out if you're a man too. You don't need to just be a woman. There are plenty of free health clinics out there that are so important and people just don't talk about the other services that they offer so look around ask make sure that you do that at least once a year again this doesn't have to cost you a dollar it's just a matter of your time and this is worth your time if you're wondering like samantha we're talking about rent and food why are you talking about my health insurance it doesn't matter i'll work three jobs medical costs are half plus of all bankruptcies in america so there's a good reason i'm mentioning it now 
go to these free health clinics, get your checkups. If you are a queer person, there's plenty of queer nonprofits, queer health, queer health clinics that are dedicated to making sure that you stay safe and healthy as you are working on bettering your life. Now, everything I just mentioned presupposes that it's just you against the world, basically, right? Like you may have friends, you may have family, but they broke just like you. And so you're figuring this out by yourself. But I know that's not the case for everybody. So in the case of if you have unfortunately lost your caretaker, your parent, the person who did help provide for you, you know, in these early years of adulthood, you might have to settle their affairs. Well, there are free legal clinics. Depending on their immigration status, there are lawyers who work on this for free at nonprofits. There are lawyers who put together these legal clinics. That is something you need to start Googling and looking for in your zip code, free legal clinics, and find out who, who has a good track record of actually helping people out. Law firms, FYI, in case you didn't know, are actually required to do a certain amount of volunteer work over the course of the years. So these aren't just like (laughs) random lawyers off the street. You might occasionally get a lawyer who actually works for a lot of money and is still volunteering their time to help you out with whatever. So if you're settling the affairs of someone who has passed away and that person used to take care of you, you also don't have to figure that out by yourself. Okay? Now, let's say there are dependents in the picture, meaning you might have little siblings who are now looking at you like, what are we going to do? Maybe we have a child of our own, okay? We start back and we're like, what do we need, right? And no matter how scary it is to confront that question, what do you need is going to be pretty consistent and then we're going to ask ourselves, what does it cost? So what we need is we need a safe home, right? We need food in the fridge, food in the bellies, And we need access to things that are going to grow us. So that tends to be education, whether it's free education or education you pay for, and specific types of jobs. The best jobs have, not the best jobs, any real job in this professional's opinion needs to do just two things. They need to pay you and they need to grow you, which means you should be learning on the job skills that will help you over the course of multiple years. And they should be paying you enough enough that you are not scrambling. Now, there's been a lot of things that could put us all in therapy for several years that have taken place over the two and a half-ish years of this pandemic. Here's the thing. Here's the silver lining. Wages keep going up, right? So I don't see any reason if you are putting in the work and it's going to be a grind in the beginning, I won't lie to you, for you to not get a job that is paying you $25 an hour. $25 $25 an hour, 40 hours a week, that translates to $52,000. I'd like you to encourage you to make that your floor. Now, obviously, take what you can get because you need to get up off the floor to begin with. So if you get an $18 an hour job, if you get a $15 an hour job, that's what it is for now. But push yourself, right? Do not be afraid to job hop. You do not need to stay at these jobs for <laughs> a year, right? You need to have a job that is going to be able to provide for the people you're providing for and yourself, Okay, priorities. You are the priority here because if you are providing for other people, children, dependents in any other way, shape, and form, and nobody is providing for you, that means that if you aren't prioritizing what is going to feed all of y'all, take care of y'all, then if anything happens to you, God forbid, everybody else is also in trouble again. To avoid that, we have to make sure that we're making enough money that we could start to build a cushion, a real emergency fund. 
If you're like, okay, what is this emergency fund? That was literally the last episode. Go back to episode 14. Come right back here. Remember, the goal is to make your life easier and you're going through something hard right now. So take your time. Make your life easier. Speaking of ways to make your life easier, if you're getting ready to start a podcast and you haven't heard of Anchor, it's the easiest way to get started. It's free. Anchor distributes your podcast for you across multiple platforms, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Their app allows you to edit straight from your phone or computer, and there's no minimum listenership to start earning revenue. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, we're getting to the place, hopefully, where your default assumption is, okay, this is hard. You should be like, is there a resource for this? Because there are a ton of free resources out there. Let's talk a little bit about mental health. Now, therapy is hard to get and expensive in general, but there are plenty of organizations that will sponsor a free year of therapy. But let me assume, you know, worst case scenario, that's not something you can access right now. Here are some suggestions. You need to externalize, as the therapists say, in some way, shape, or form. That might be a notebook. That might be you leaving voice recordings and messages for yourself. I know that low-wage work can be extremely frustrating, stressful, and humiliating. It may not be that way. I pray that you find jobs that will treat you better than that. But I'm a realist. And so I know that the work you're doing to get yourself on your feet might probably be stressing you out. So can you write in your journal every day? Can that be a practice for yourself even if it's a 30-minute today sucked? or 32nd today sucked? Can you go for walks in the park that are free to be around nature? Being around nature has been proven in multiple studies to reduce our stress hormones in the body, the cortisol levels, reduce the blood pressure so that you feel a little bit rejuvenated when you need to come back to the apartment that you don't love until you have enough money to move into an apartment that you do love, right? Thinking about transportation. Transportation can also be stressful. And with people being masks, not wearing masks, externalize this somehow, okay? You might be able to talk to someone. You might have emotional support. You might have best friends or people around you in your community. But do not leave all of the emotions you're dealing with in this challenging moment of life inside of you. They need to be externalized somehow. You will be a healthier human being for that. I am not a therapist. I am just someone who is very pragmatic and knows that this is a thing that will help you. Okay, so we talked about income. We talked about resources. We talked about healthcare. We talked about our default assumptions that, oh, I just have to work harder is not always true. We want to couple hard work with smart work. Can we work hard and smart for the next one to two to three to four years? Can we really focus in on that? And like, is this work making sense for us? And building up, right, the first financial goal, even before an emergency fund, is going to be building up a buffer, So if a $50 expense pops up, you're not immediately screwed and having to pay overdraft fees, which FYI, do not bank with Wells Fargo. They will charge you overdraft fees up the wazoo, and they're notorious for making the most of a ton of money off of their poorest clients. So work, go, when you need a bank, get a bank with no account minimums and get a bank that is not going to charge you overdraft fees or late payment fees at least the first time. That will probably save you a couple hundred dollars over the course of your first year, if not a couple thousand. Um, These are things people just don't talk about, right? They don't say, hey, hey, nephew, hey, niece, this is what we're about to do. Hey, cuz, 
You know, as you're starting out, you should do things this way. People don't talk about this. If you have no support, I want you to know that that's a temporary thing. As you interact with the world, as you make acquaintances, it doesn't have to be that way. You will find people who can support each other. You will find friends. You will find found family. You will find your people again. So it's not hopeless. It's just hard as fuck. And it will eventually get easier. But as you're in this moment, I want you to think, I want you to remember to think, right? It's easy to shut ourselves off, to go on autopilot, to tunnel vision. I'm just going to get this done. I'm just going to get this done. My job in, in this episode, in this conversation is to pull you out of tunnel mode. It's for you to look around and be like, okay, if you get this done, then what? Right? Then what? Is life going to be better? Or we'll be right back to the next hard thing on our checklist. <sighs> there are a couple hundred thousand of y'all right now in the U.S. of young adults who have absolutely no support financially. And obviously, I can't talk to all of y'all, right? I can't. That's not how anything works in this moment. But I really want you to know that other people have lived through this before, and that means they have left behind resources on how to navigate this. Read, hook up library, Libby, the free app on your phone, get the audiobook if you just can't keep your eyes open anymore. How did people get through this 10 years ago, 20 years ago? Yes, the circumstances are going to change. Yes, the specific challenges will be slightly different, but their core challenges, food, housing, transit, those are probably going to be your core challenges. So it's not something that you need to feel like there's no one else to talk to, even just reading books, listening to audiobooks, figuring out like what other resources you can access through your library, through local nonprofits, local community organizations, if you are a person of faith, through your faith organizations. All of these things exist and you should use them. Don't be too proud to use what is right here for you to use for you to better yourself. As you're working hard, you will start to build things for yourself. Okay? The lie that they tell us in school is that things are just always going to continuously get better. That you're going to graduate and you go to college and then you do this and you get your first job and maybe you buy a house, maybe you get four dogs, maybe you have a kid. That things are just a nice, sloping, easy, straight line. And that's not true. That's not how life works. Life don't work like that. The way life works is there'll be like three zigzags, four loop-de-loops, two times you were laid out flat on your back before you get to the point where you're like, oh, Oh, wow, we succeeding. We thriving out here. I just planned my third vacation. So don't get disheartened. Don't, don't fall into the trap of very reasonably, like very understandably, like, oh, this is just my life. This is just my life. I'm just, I'm getting from point A to point B and then I get up and do it again tomorrow. It doesn't have to be like that. Allow yourself to access these resources. So many of them are free. And then when you get up on your feet, you know, and you're solid, remember to turn around and help the next person after you because there will be people who will pop up out of nowhere and maybe you'll never see them again who will offer you help when you least expect it. It's not hopeless. It's just hard. And remember, I am rooting for you. I am rooting for you. I want to see you all succeed. I firmly believe there is no reason for any of us to be poor. And, you know, with a couple of very interesting events, maybe I'll actually live to see that future. But this can be done. 
you can get to the place where you are able to sustain yourself and sustain others. So if there's no support, you are creating your own support for yourself. And last thing I want to say on this, and it's a hard thing to say, but it's a true thing to say because I've lived it as well and I won't lie to you, um, is pride is expensive. (laughs) But your integrity isn't. And so there's a difference between having integrity and there's a difference between like, no, I can't do that. I can't be seen doing that. I can't, you know, go to the food pantry. I can't line up, you know, to get those things that that I'm so embarrassed. Pride is expensive. Can you afford to have pride right now? You, you can always have your integrity, though. And separating those two concepts, right, depending on how you grew up, will help make the emotional part about deciding what resources you're going to allow yourself to access a lot easier a lot easier so take care of yourself drink water make a doctor's appointment keep applying to jobs keep talking to people keep figuring it out and take your breaks where you can right it's not impossible it's hard that's what it is But nothing stays hard forever and you have agency over your life. You can do this. This is Samantha Mantra signing off. I want you to take care and I want you to enjoy the rest of your payday.